Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We are studying Sefer Divrei Hayamim Aleph, and we are now looking at the 14th chapter, uh, which, as I mentioned earlier, uh, goes in a different sequence than the uh, similar than the parallel presentation in Sefer Shmuel. This is information that we have in Sefer Shmuel, but it's in Shmuel Bet Perak Hay, which is before the bringing of the Aron up to Shalim, which we already read about. By Shlach Chiram Melech Churam Melech Tzor Malachim El David. So the king of Tzor, whose name is Chiram, as we read it in Shmuel here, it's Churam, uh, who in one place in, Malach, in Malachim is described really as a uh, Jewish person whose mother is a widow. Uh, so he sends at, uh, El David, he sends messengers along with cedar trees, V'charashei Kir, and V'charashei uh, Itzim, which means masons, essentially, and, and woodcutters. They've not bite in order to build a palace for David. David And David then understood that God had really established him firmly to be the king over Israel. His kingdom was raised very high on behalf of Amo Yisrael, meaning not because of David's greatness, but he understood it as the representative, as the uh, humble servant, as it were, of the people, the king, that uh, on behalf of Am Yisrael he had been raised up. Now this is interesting because, of course, we have not yet heard about any wives that David had, but it's picking off, up, off on what we know from Sefer Shmuel, that originally he was married to Michal, that marriage was at least temporarily dissolved by Shaul when he gave Michal to Paltiel ben Maish. Then David also had married Achinom Yisraelit and Avigail Eshet Naval. And then he came to Yerushalayim and he married other women. And uh, back in Hebron, if you recall, we already heard about him having in Shmuel six children with six different wives. Here it's Vayola David Od Banim Vanot. He had more sons and daughters in Yerushalayim. And we never heard about his first sons yet. Amnon and Amshalom, etc. So who are the kids we had in Yerushalayim? Shamua v'Shavav Natan u'Shlomo, and that's the most important name here. Yifchar v'Elishua v'Elifalet, v'Noga v'Nefeg v'Afia, v'Elishama u'Ve'El Yada, v'El Yada, as you think, because it looks like a Baal name, v'Elifalet. Parenthetically, a chapter back, we heard about Baal Pratzim, which kind of indicates that David and other people were not uncomfortable with using the name Baal in the use of uh, places. We already saw that in the case of Shaul, where his family had several people with the name Baal, including Meriv Baal and uh, Esh Baal. And here it sounds like one of David's sons has a Baal-associated name. And, and this is these are the sons. Now, many of these names are names that show up in Shmuel, and some of them are different than the list in Shmuel. Uh, that's in Shmuel Bet, uh, in, uh, Parakei. And the Plishtim heard that David had been anointed. And now the Plishtim are coming after David. Now remember, the Plishtim have a particular axe to grind with David, because David had, had at least presented himself. From that perspective, perhaps they never knew, but presented himself as being an ally of the Plishtim against Shaul, where the whole time he was really a fifth column against the Plishtim. And uh, now they're coming after him. So David heard, and he went out uh, in an offensive move against them. Which, of course, is famous as a street in Yerushalayim, is a valley, the valley of the ghosts, literally, that does extend southwest out of Yerushalayim, and goes really from very near the old city all the way to basically Malcha, if, if you're familiar with them all. Uh, and that is a valley of Rephaim, and that's where the Plishtim 
set up their formation of war against David to attack Ir David. I shall David Belohim le more. And you'll notice that this is the first time that we hear David consulting God through some sort of an oracle. Uh, and uh, it's not the first time that we heard about it at all. In Sefer Shmuel, several times David sought out. But of course, in Tavir Amim, we're not hearing anything about David's life on the run uh, when Shaul was uh, seeking him out, or about anything earlier in David's life, but rather about starting at this time. And this will be really the end of the period where David uses the oracle. Ha'ale al plishtim untatam biadi. Shall I go attack the plishtim? Will you hand them over to me? And as we saw in Sefer Shmuel, there are times when uh, Hashem does not answer a doubled question with Ki'ilah specifically. But here, Hashem gives uh, both answers, which is, go against them and uh, they'll be handed over to you. You will win. Here's Val Pratzim that I mentioned earlier. came Sham David. David attacks them and smites them at Baal Pratzim. Vayomer David parats God has allowed me to burst through them like bursting through of water. Now, the interesting question about the Alkane. Is the Alkane part of David's words? Where David says, that's why they call the place Baal Pratzim, those pagans called it Baal Pratzim, because they knew that this would be a place where I was going to to uh, burst forth against the Plishtim, or it's a place where such, such events happen, or does it is the Alkain not part of the quote, not part of David's words, and it's the Sefer saying that that's why we call the place Baal Pratzim, because of what David did, which is actually, if you think about it, quite, quite a bit more extraordinary. To say that David's, the entire Pasuk is David's quote, Parat Salim Pratzim, it actually is, uh, is, is less of a radical statement, because David is making a comment about the name of the place. But if the Alkain is the narrator, narrator of the book, then that's saying that as a result of what David did, they called the place Baal Pratzim, which is certainly odd to say that a, na- a Baal name was given to a place because of something David did. <laughs> they left their gods behind. The police when they ran, Vayomer David, Vayisarfu David commanded and the Plishti idols that they had with them at war were burned up in the fire. And now we have another story. And they, they spread out in the valley against David. And this, of course, is all in Shmuel Bet Parakei before the bringing of the Aaron up. So he asks again, God answers him, again, presumably through an oracle, in the Ephod, This time, don't come and attack them. Go around them. And come them to them from Bechayim, from the foothills of Bechayim. And that's exactly the name used in Shmuel. When you hear them marching up on top, then you come out to war. Then you know that God is leading you in war. To destroy the Plishtim. And David does exactly what God commanded him. Givon ve'ad Gazara. And David attacked them from Givon, which we're familiar with, to Gazara. Where is Gazara? Not exactly clear. I'd say, Shame David Bechol Haratzot. Now David's name goes out throughout all of the lands. And the fear of, of David is now on all of the nations. Um, 
Gazara here very likely is a reference to Gezer, and Gezer, of course, is further in the west. We know uh, more or less where Gezer is, and there's several different Gezers, but the famous Gezer uh, is uh, is in the west, almost due west of uh, Givon, so that uh, it's somewhere not far from uh, present-day Modi'im. Um, and, uh, and so David attacks the Plishtim from Givon all the way west to Gezer, and then David's name comes out, goes out into the world, and everybody is afraid of David. Somewhat similar to uh, the description of uh, of Mordechai, as his name comes out, and the fear that we read about in Parakhet of Gilat Esther. In any case, that brings us to the end of Parak Yudal. We're going to do a study Parak Tevav together in the next podcast um, when uh, we hear about the uh, the uh, eventual uh, bringing of the Aron to Yerushalayim. And uh, the description of David uh, in celebration of that uh, as we bring the Aaron up. In the meantime, we'll pause at this point and wish everyone a wonderful day.